what you hearing. It's what you hearing. Listen. It's what you hearing. Listen. It's what you hearing. Listen. X go give it to you. Fuck wait for you to get it on your own. X go deliver to you. Knock knock. Open up the door. It's real. If the non-stop pop out, I'm stainless steel. I'll go hard getting busy with it. But I got such a good heart that I make the motherfucker wonder if you did it. Hello and welcome back to the Home Nine Sports Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Dylan Sanders. You can find me on Twitter at Dilly Sanders. You can find my co-host, who's here with me, as always, Brandon Olson, on Twitter at DavidS underscore Brandon. And welcome, welcome back to a great week of football. I'm mad we had to restart it. I like the first intro. Yeah, because I called you beautiful. <laughs> yeah, because Very. of your your ponytail. It's a fun say. It's a man bun. Listen, it's all right. It's okay. It's okay. You can wear your your ponytail with pride, Brandon. It's it's all right. It's all good. Maddie wears her hair like it all the time. I hate you so <laughs> much for that. <laughs> um, so how was your day? Um, I had to go to like the jury court basically for missing jury duty that I was never notified of to begin with. Um so that was a fantastic waste of time. Nice. How was your day? Um <laughs> I was at work all day and I really wanted to die. Um Planet uh well Planet Fitness I wasn't there today. I put in my two weeks there, so that's fire. Um But at GameStop we started doing this thing with Fortnite. Um where we're doing uh, these these minty pickaxe codes. It's like a it's like an exclusive pickaxe. Um, and send code, even though I don't play Fortnite. Um, yeah. Uh, but you have to buy something Fortnite related to get it. But like literally, at least thirty people came in today, only asking me about that. And then then another like twenty phone calls asking about it. It was really miserable. Cause today just was like day. disconnect the phone honestly i wish i could i wish i could it's always like people oh my god my son's gonna murder me if i don't get this stupid pickaxe <laughs> um i'm just like well he's your son you're the parent in this situation but i mean you do you i guess no no, no. don't bring logic into this yeah <laughs> are you going into another dimension right now i don't know dude i hear it too i'm just like I'm hitting like hyperspeed over here. Like I don't even know what's going on. He's really ready to get into this week, this week's podcast. I'm so amped up. There's a lot of football to talk about. Um, you really left out a left out an NFL game. I'm sick. Which one? Saints Falcons. I didn't get a picture for that one. I only got four pictures from you. Let's just add Saints Falcons so we can have a full eight. That that's fine. Um, Jesus Christ! <laughs> What's going on? I have no idea. Like, <laughs> I'll I'll add it real quick. The Saints are probably favored by like forty-eight points. At least they should. Uh, 
the, the Falcons don't really really don't get talked uh, an, enough about how bad they are. I mean, they're one in seven. Are they the quietest one in seven team right now? Yes. <laughs> but I think the thing is also like no one cares about them. Not even their fans care about them. Really? Why would you? I mean, I know I wouldn't if I was a Falcons fan. Um, have you like you've seen the pictures of of their stadium before kickoff? Yeah, <laughs> it's not ideal. Um, but before we go into pick them, uh, we can start with some news. Starting off with FSU firing Willie Taggart. I'm kind of upset about this one, actually. I very much enjoyed him being at Florida State and just watching them. Just to like, as a Florida fan, I, yeah, as a Florida fan, I figure you would be. I mean, this this changed a lot. They're obviously going to probably steal someone from somewhere, but uh, not from uh, Minnesota because they locked up a PJ Fleck for seven years. Mac legend PJ Fleck, the God, my Central Michigan's uh, head coach a few years ago. His contract has to be insane. Superstar. Uh, I think he's making like four and a half million. Oh, I would, I wouldn't doubt it. Um, yeah, his new salary is four point six, with a buyout of ten million. Sixty-five percent of it guaranteed. Yeah, and I think the bigger part of that is, uh, along with him getting that salary bump, like pretty much his entire staff also got a pretty nice increase. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a bigger part of it for them. That's like that's with Matt Campbell when he restructured his contract last year or extended it, whatever it was. Um, it was to help his staff get paid more, not necessarily him by that much more. Mm-hmm. But I mean that's a whole million more for for old PJ Fleck, thirty two million dollar contract for young PJ Fleck. Yeah, that's fair. You know what I meant. PJ Fleck is what like forty seven. That was a joke. I think he's younger than that. What's up with you in forty seven? I don't know. You used a forty seven comment earlier today too. Did I? Yeah, when everybody was talking about how young oh, Mark yeah. is. Oh, yeah, like, I did oh, say I'm 47. <laughs> I did say that. Um, how young is Mark? Uh, I don't I don't know his exact age. He's a junior in high school. He's a junior in high school? Yeah, that's why he's just like, oh, I have a SAT prep, and that's why I can't go to the senior bowl. <laughs> I was just like, SAT prep? I was like, is this a high school senior bowl? And he's like, I'm a junior. I was like, oh my god. He's really too young for me to make a high school senior joke. Like, Jesus. Uh, P.J. Fleck is 38 years old. It's almost uh, a million dollars per year he's been alive on that new contract. Good math for you. Proud of you. Who do you you think that they're going to hire instead? Florida State. Brady Hoke. <laughs> I would love that actually. I know you would. That'd be so awesome. Um bring bring Jim McElwain there. How about that? Oh, oh man. Urban Meyer. Never. 
No, I think it's going to go with the rumored Bob Stoops is what I think is going to happen. Old ball, old ball coach. All right. I feel like you probably wouldn't like that too much. Steve Spurrier would like, he would probably shit on their campus, like just in the middle of it before <laughs> even talking about being the head coach there. Oh, yeah, I know. Not only did he play at Florida, but he also coached. Yeah. <laughs> well, played there for like a year. Hey, playing's playing. That's fair. Um, <laughs> One more year than either of us played in, in, a, in a college football. That's fair. No, he played. Yeah, he played there for. Yeah. I'm, I'm dumb. Um, yeah, we know. That's um, rude. Was I wrong? Maybe. Hmm, I don't think so. Mm, I don't know, but no one, G. <laughs> um, the next piece of little bit of information. <laughs> the next piece of little bit of segment of kind of some information. <laughs> is the, uh, we've gotten some senior bowl invites slash acceptances already and some good ones at that. Yeah, we've got uh, Antonio Gandy-Golden from Antonio Liberty. Antonio Gandy-Golden. Yeah. That'll be good for him because, you know, everyone just complains that he doesn't play anyone. But, I mean, Rutgers, he played Rutgers. See, so, yeah, he doesn't play anyone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got our guy, Brandon Ayuk, accepted his invite. Javon Kinlaw. That's going to be a great one to see. Yeah, that's the top guy so far. Him and uh, Bryson Hopkins are the top two probably so far. Kendall Vildor from Georgia Southern. AJ Green from Oklahoma State. The guy from uh, from Cincinnati Bengals, he's playing in senior ball. That's crazy. Ben Barch, D3, offensive lineman from St. John's. Uh, you're, just, you're just going down the... Uh... Just going down the list. No, that's a, that's a notable one. That's like out. That's why they were comparing it to like mm-hmm. the Ali Marpet story, where it's like no one really knew much about him, and they were always like, "Oh, like he played D three. Who cares?" And then he went to the Senior Bowl, and his mm-hmm. stock like skyrocketed. And uh, yeah, they actually compared like the two of them, like their story. I know, I know. Um, there was one guy again. I can't remember who it is. Evan right Weaver? I... No, but I am happy about him making it. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, Harrison Bryant. So I was thinking mm. of tight end from Florida Atlantic. Can't wait to see him there, too. It's it's really... Uh... What is going on in the background? What are they watching? Because it's loud. <laughs> no, no, it's on the lower end. Um, let's see. And then my least favorite bit of news, the college football playoff rankings are out and the LSU got snubbed, but I'm also, I'm also fine with it. Honestly, my biggest issue with it is that this is the ranking everybody's going by now. Mm -hmm. And it takes away from us having the one versus two matchup this week. Because now, now LSU Bam is technically two versus three. It's still a very big matchup. 
I know. It's just I think it's a really cool story to have like just in the middle of the season, the top two teams are playing each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's. I mean, and this top four is going to be. There's going to be a lot of uh, movement. Yeah, because they all play each other. Yeah, man. Well, not that they all play each other, but they each have a matchup with another person with another team in the top four. And that LSU Alabama one happens to be this week. Can't I can't wait for it. I can't wait for Ohio State Penn State. I can't wait for one of the teams to lose a game before that and ruin the hype that we would have. Mm-hmm. Like, you think Rutgers is going to beat Ohio State? Yeah, that's exactly what I was talking about, actually. Because, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, Ohio State plays Maryland and then Rutgers. I mean, Ohio I State might lose, lose against the spread. I hope they lose both. I think that would just be hilarious. Beat the crap out of everybody and then lose to both Maryland and Rutgers. Penn State is the is the one that has an actual chance to lose. Playing Minnesota. Playing Minnesota. Wisconsin, I think they play also. No, they play oh, they Indiana. Played... No. Yeah. They don't play Wisconsin this year. No? no? That's unfortunate. Yeah. But they're going to go to, to Minneapolis at 11 in the morning and try and take on the uh, the Gophers. You mean noon? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you did it to me, and I feel like I see what you mean now. It's the worst. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to my world, bitch. Although this Central is Time <laughs> is definitely the best time to watch football. I don't know. Best Central Time is the best sporting time. Unless there's a, a London game. Because then the London game starts at 8.30 in the morning. Uh, I don't know. But I kind of like, I kinda like Pacific if you're, not on, if you're not watching London games. The Pacific is kind of doo-doo trash. I don't know. I, I, I like it. I like the whole... Well, then game. every week starts at 8 a.m. No. <laughs> 9 a.m. Okay. What? That's fine. <laughs> Not really. It's too if early. If you wake up at a human time, it's fine. And then, like, the games end at, like, 8, and your day's not done yet. I just Still want to do just, stuff. I mean, I like being able to start watching Hawaii football at midnight. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I watch Not that I watch Hawaii football. <laughs> I did once, and it was the worst thing of all time. Um. Yeah, and then so the other big thing is Penn State getting in over Clemson, which I'm very happy with. I think that it, I think I thought it was deserved. Yeah, that was that was surprising, but very pleasant surprise. Uh-huh. The other kind of snub is Baylor being behind Auburn <sighs> and Florida. Yeah. Honestly, I would put I would put I would put Baylor at ten right now. I mean, Florida. Yeah, they yeah. should definitely be top ten. Yeah. Um. See what else? Minnesota being at seventeen is also disrespectful. And, ah, man. Oh, also, and also, Essen, also, o- Oklahoma State being there. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know about that one, Chief. 
I was surprised to see Kansas State over Minnesota. Yeah, I I know like Minnesota hasn't played. Honestly, I I Kansas State really just got in because that one big win, and then I was I'm more surprised that about Notre Dame being over them. Yeah, Michigan. They really Notre Notre Dame really lost to Michigan forty five to (laughs) fourteen. That's insane. But uh, other than that, I'm not too mad about it. You know, I I think that the top six are pretty great. Uh, mm-hmm. The only issue, the only thing I would change is I would swap <laughs> LSU and LSU. But yeah, um, LSU you know, wins this week. I think no matter what, they have to be number one. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Or whoever wins that game has to be number one. Yeah, because then what is the point of having them having the rankings? Exactly. What else? What else do you want? Honestly, what else do you want from LSU right now to have them not be a number one, but still? Yeah, I, I really, I don't understand. I know that people were saying that the reason Ohio State is one is because of their ranked games. They won by, like, huge margin. Like, they, their ranked games. They beat their, their teams top, handily. Yeah, it was, like, 80 to 7 combined. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's awesome. But they don't have two top 10 wins. Yeah. As opposed to LSU. Like, LSU's played significantly better teams. Because even in conference, LSU has to play, like, SEC teams, and they're not really chumps. Meanwhile, Ohio State got to play Northwestern, a very bad Michigan State, Nebraska, Miami of Ohio, Indiana, Cincinnati, and Florida Atlantic. No. So, like, the Wisconsin game was the biggest one. And, and that then, Wisconsin, that Wisconsin team lost to Illinois the week before. Yeah, and they're still ranked thirteenth, which is that's that's I don't get that. that that's one I, thing. I think actually. Minnesota I do, I do should think be Wisconsin at thirteen right now. Minnesota should be at thirteen right now. Yeah, I think it was Mike Spencer that, or Mike Hermitian, whatever. Whatever uh, you, I don't know what he want, wants us to call. Whatever, him. he's not gonna remember this anyway. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> no one listening is gonna get that. No, they're not. Aside we, from me, we, you, Devin, and maybe Mike. Maybe um. Mike. <laughs> Just know that that was a good one. <laughs> Um, <laughs> he said earlier today, which when people listen to this, it'll be yesterday, uh, that he expected Minnesota to fall in the 11 to 13 range, uh, which I agreed with. So I'm kind of, I was kind of surprised because they recorded theirs on Monday. So it was before the rankings came out. Yeah. All right. So do you want to get into the games? Yep. All right. So. Starting with uh, the NFL, as we do, um, the first game that we're going to talk about today is going to be the Falcons at the Saints, since it is Falcons hate week over here in Louisiana. Um, the spread is New Orleans minus 13, and I'm going to go ahead and smash that spread. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, <laughs> this is the easiest game probably of the week for me. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see what I put on the on the spreadsheet? I, instead of typing, nah. instead of typing, I'm taking New Orleans. I typed Dylan for, for myself. 
Always uh, bet on yourself. Yeah, um, the Saints are on the top of the world right now. And they're getting Alvin Kamara back. And they're getting Jared Cook back. Um, and Drew Brees is going to be 100%. Versus a very struggling uh, Falcons team. But unfortunately for Julio, it's past the trade deadline, so he can't request a trade after he gets locked up by uh, Marshawn Lattimore this week. You mean Dennis Allen's scheme? <laughs> Listen, it still takes skill. <laughs> That's fair. I'm just saying it's not all. Yeah, Lattimore. I know. I just want. I just like. I just you know. I like. I like. It's it's more fun to say as a fan that yes. yeah, you guys are clamping everybody, but. I mean, yeah, it's, it's yeah. yes, it's Marshawn Lattimore and Eli Apple, and that's it. It's the only reason. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson says hello. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. I don't care if he's not covering. <laughs> he really stole P.J. Williams' job. Good. Um, I love I love Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. That's going to be the next, next jersey I'd buy. I'm sure he's glad that he stole the job of a Florida State Seminole. That's facts. Um... So, I'm pretty sure it was Chauncey Gardner Johnson that said like he he's not friends with Florida State Seminoles like <laughs> like I'm pretty sure he said that he hates them so much that he won't be friends with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> but pretty much everyone on that Saints defense and offense is from Ohio State, so so yeah, he's not worry about it. Um. Which is weird. LSU and Ohio State. I mean, Louisiana and Ohio have kind of just become lovers at this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they got they sent Joe Burrow down here. They sent uh, Michael Thomas, Von Bell, Marshawn Lattimore, Eli Apple, Eli Apple. Um, yeah, I had Kurt Coleman. Kurt Coleman, <laughs> Ted Ginn. Um, and then we sent. Greedy, Jarvis, Odell. So, you know. Y'all, y'all really sent a bunch of people that just get hated on. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, well. Oh, well. Jarvis is kind of picking it up. I don't know where Odell is. Odell's still in, in New York. He's still uh, running routes and Baker's not throwing it to him on fourth and four. And speaking of the Browns, the next game we have to talk about is the Bills at Browns. The spread of Cleveland minus two and a half. Bills. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, we're both we're both going Buffalo here. I can tell you that. Uh, Buffalo is a good team, and like I said, Cleveland. Like we said a couple weeks ago, Cleveland's struggling, and they're not going to do it against a competent defense. They're not going to pick it up. Yeah, I want to see uh, what they do about Odell. With Tredavious White, I want to see how they try to get him involved. Because they're not doing anybody on the offense any favors. You, Baker is looking better week week by week. Um, if they that had is, an offensive line at so all. Low. <laughs> yeah, if they had an offensive line at all, I think they'd be a much better team. If they had one competent offensive lineman. <laughs> Joe Thomas? Yeah, if Joe Thomas was there. This could be a playoff team. Just takes one. And then the entire line starts playing better. 
Um, they used to. Have, they've had so many good offensive linemen over the past like decade, and the rest of the team sucked. And then now it's completely flipped. Like offensive linemen that the Browns have had over the past decade are guys like Mitchell Schwartz, um, Joe Thomas, Alex Mack. They had Kevin Zeitler. So they've they've had just full like all pro caliber offensive linemen come through. That sounds like and, the best offensive line of all time. <laughs> yeah, and then the whole, the rest of the team is just horrible. Yeah, that would uh, if only they they had those players at all. If only they didn't suck. Yeah, good thing they traded Kevin Zeitler for Jabril Pepper. Uh, not Jabril Peppers. Uh. Olivier Vernon. He's actually been, uh, actually been like barely average. Yeah, he's with, playing with the New Giants. York. He's he's great with the Browns, and he came to New York. He's like, eh. he's a rookie. They'll just blame him. <laughs> Mac Wilson is good though. Love Mac Wilson. Um. The Browns had the Browns drafted like a few guys that I had like first round grades on, and they drafted two of them not in the first round. Greedy, I had a first on, and Mac Wilson, I believe, I had a first on. I think he was like the last guy that had a first round grade for me. But yeah, love the pick for Mac Wilson. I was a Mac Wilson stan in the pre-draft process. Yeah. Um. Yeah, needless to say, we're both taking Buffalo. Um, they're just great, right? Yeah, they, I, I like how we didn't even talk about how good they are. We're just like, <laughs> yeah, the Browns are like really bad right now. Um, yeah, these these teams have kind of both done the opposite of their pre popular preseason suggestions. I mean, I I kind of kind of kind of called the Bills being good. Um, Correct. Um. And so that made me happy because uh, I want them to be good because Buffalo deserves it. And Frank Gore is a, is a god and is never going to retire. He's really not. He's going to have every record just because he's going to play f- fucking 500 years. Yeah. Um. And Josh Allen is looking better and better, which is all they need, honestly. Yep. And Devin Singletary is a beast when he... uh. Whenever he gets the ball. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Devin Singletary's back and performing. Um, what a dog. What a dog. Another Florida guy. Well, Florida Atlantic, but yeah, Florida. <laughs> um, And then our last game. What did you put on the spreadsheet? You put Giants at Jets spread. <laughs> UW minus 10. <laughs> Uh, it's Giants minus two and a half is the spread. Um, spread. And all right, let's not laugh at me, Mister. Uh, Houston and Jacksonville. Brandon chose Miami. <laughs> we, don't, um, we don't talk about past episodes here, Brandon. Um, spread New York Giants minus two and a half. You said we don't talk about past episodes, Mister. I called the Bills being good in the preseason. <laughs> That wasn't on a podcast. <laughs> well, it might have been on the podcast, too. It was definitely on. You did the AFC East preview. It was definitely oh, yeah, on the podcast. Was. Oh, yeah, it was. Um, and can I just say, I chose be- most improved player to be Levi Wallace. 
and he is has some clamps. He, he does. I don't remember who I chose for the Giants, but um, I'm just saying because it's coming up. Yeah, yeah. Levi Levi Wallace has played himself into probably a second contract, which is I'm glad for him. Yeah, uh, it's a great uh undrafted, mm-hmm. right? Yeah undrafted now he's starting corner he's, for one of the best defenses in the league a defense that desperately needed a, a cornerback too um and he has solidi- solidified himself in that role um and then so yeah it'll be really interesting to see how they handle Jarvis and Odell with Tredavious and a mixture of Levi Wallace and whoever plays in the nickel I believe Teron Johnson is yeah. the nickel. Yeah. I can never remember if it's Teron or Kevin. It's one of the Johnsons. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think they both play for the Bills. Um, I know Kevin definitely signed there. I have no idea if he's still there. Um, <clears throat> Buffalo. Let's see. I'll see if he's, if he's still playing. Yeah, he's still there. Yeah. And he's improving. Apparently, yeah. He and he's he's playing. He has he had two tackles last week. Mm, proud of him. Yeah, <laughs> he has a sack this year. This is the only sack in his career. Um. Okay, so Giants and Jets spread New York minus two and a half. Well, spread New York minus two and a half. Um, the Giants. One of them. <laughs> the, the Giants. Um, who do you have here? I'm going the Giants, not even to be like, oh yeah, go Giants. It's just the Jets are just so shit. Sam Darnold I mean, is bad. Retweet. They lost to the Dolphins. It's like, come on, man. Jets aren't. I mean, Giants aren't much better. If you lose to the Dolphins, I'm not picking you to ever cover the spread for the rest of the year. So <laughs> even when it's as low as two point five. Yeah, no, they could be matched up with the Dolphins, and I'm not picking the Dolphins. And I'm not picking the Jets. Um, so, yeah, Giants. I'm taking the Giants, too. This is going to be a terrible game. I don't know why we chose them. It's going to be so awful. I <laughs> felt like it needed to be addressed, at least. It's like, it's the Battle of New York. We get it once every four years. Too bad it was this year that <laughs> we got it. Battle of the combined three and 14. Nothing beats, uh, not the last time they had it in 2015, but the 2011 one. Nice Victor Cruz 99-yard touchdown on a slant. Uh, Andy Isabella, is that you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, we're both taking the Giants. Uh, I think Daniel Games Jones will suck. The yeah. toilet bowl. Ugh. El Asico. Um... And then moving on to college, it's going to be USC at Arizona State. Spread Arizona State minus one and a half. I'm going Arizona State. I, I, I know you're going Arizona Yeah, that's fine. I'm also going Arizona State. I'm not putting my faith in USC. You're not, you're not trusting Keaton Slovis? Nope, I'm not. Battle of the Young Quarterbacks. Brandon Ayuk. It's really Brandon Ayuk versus Michael Pittman Jr. Which is going to be amazing. Yeah. Um, so I think this would be a pretty fun, a pretty fun game. Two pretty good offenses with okay defenses. 
Yeah, it's going to be... Uh, I think Arizona State, the main reason I'm picking them is because I feel like they're going to be, to, uh, be very good at just managing the clock and taking care we'll just, of the ball. Yeah, I we'll think just, that's what's going to... They're yeah. really good at doing that. Yeah, I think that's what's going to ultimately give them this win. And I think they're going to win by more than one. So that's that's pretty easy to pick that spread, though. You mean more than 1.5? I hate you. Um... <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm excited for, uh, we're still going to get, uh, Oregon versus Arizona State next week. Oh, no, later this month. And that should be a fun game, I think. I think it's going to be better than advertised. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I I think it's going to come down to Jaden Daniels and Eno Benjamin running the clock down and, and winning. Yeah, I think if USC wins, it's going to have to be... They're going to need a few big plays. Mm-hmm. I think this game's a lot farther than the spread indicates. Mm-hmm. I think Arizona State's a good chunk ahead of USC at this point. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I think USC's going to have to get quite a few big plays to walk away with a win here. Um, yeah, during the UCLA game... Um... The uh, the reason that UCLA beat ASU is because they ran the ball a million times and they dominated time of possession. And USC is not going to do that. No, USC is not the type of team to run the ball 57 times in a game. Um, and, yeah, so I think it's going to be a really time of possession game. And, uh, yeah, I'm not going to be watching it because it's going to be on during LSU-Alabama. You mean you're not going to watch this? Instead, you're going to watch two teams from the Southeast play? Yeah. <laughs> number one versus number seven. Mm? <laughs> I just put out two random, two random numbers. So. Surprised you didn't pick number 47. <laughs> um, <laughs> the next game is going to be Washington. I'm looking for a new at, co-host. <laughs> Washington at Oregon State. The spread... Washington minus 10. What are you going to go, Brandon? Uh, I'm going Washington here. Finally. I don't... Oh, we're disagreeing? We're finally disagreeing. Uh, I feel like you just always pick Oregon State. I, was an, I love Oregon State. You're just like, I like Oregon State. It's like me with Baylor. Like We're just picking them anyway, even though well, no matter no, what happens. I definitely think that this is... I think Washington's going to win. But Oregon State's offense is really good. They're fi- they're hitting, hitting their stride. Um... And I think that it's going to be... Uh, I say that they l- scored seven against Utah a little bit ago, but Utah- <laughs> Washington's defense is nowhere near Utah's defense. Um, I just... I don't know how Oregon State's going to stop Washington's offense, and Washington's offense isn't even their strength. But I just... I don't see them stopping uh, Salvin Ahmed, Aaron Fuller, Hunter Bryant. I, I don't know. I just uh, Andre Bachelia. I don't. I don't see them being able to stop them at all. So I think Washington just needs a few stops, which this defense could definitely get. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Just Oregon State coming off of scoring fifty six on Arizona, which honestly Arizona's not amazing, but still a lot of points um, for an in conference game. Um, and on the road, and then so they're going to be at home. Um, 
in Corvallis. And I think that uh, I think that they're going to keep it close. They could win. I think Washington's going to win, but I won't won't be surprised at all. I mean, if Jacob Eason starts throwing into triple coverage on wheel routes again, <laughs> I, I think Oregon State has a chance. <laughs> yeah, can I put a uh, like a conditional on mine? If Jacob Eason doesn't throw into triple coverage on predetermined wheel routes, then yes, I think Washington covers the spread here. <laughs> All right. Okay. I'll give you. I'll give you that qualifier. Boone, <laughs> um, we're starting to get into the good matchups, um, which I think. Yeah, yeah, I think Washington and Oregon State is going to be really good. Our but, last three are all ranked games. Um, this one uh, is going to be number eighteen Iowa at number thirteen Wisconsin. Spread Wisconsin minus nine and a half, and I think we're going to agree on this one. Are we? <laughs> I think so. Where are you going? Are, are you going Wisconsin? I'm not. I think I am. Whoa. Only because I've put so much faith in Iowa <laughs> this year. And they consistently let me down. And at this point, I'm just like, you know what? I'm I, I'm doing this in spite of them. I want to go Iowa. Yeah. But they just they keep being mean to me. And so I'm going to not give them my support for a week. I mean, Wisconsin, with their confidence at an all-time low, um, after losing to Illinois and getting mollywopped by Ohio State, um, I think that in a low-scoring game that this is going to be, um, it's not, there's not going to be enough time on the clock to to outscore them by 10 because i think that they're both gonna score it's just i don't even know if i trust wisconsin to score 10 points at this point now nope, nah, they're gonna go off for 40 <laughs> um, that was a, that last was time a, i said Michigan that was a State. joke <laughs> that was a joke i was joking um i'm also kind of just thinking at this point something's got to give for wisconsin like they have to turn it around um this this should be the week where they really try to put it out there because if they lose this game their season is completely over no division championship nothing or division title nothing and like i I feel like they're probably gonna win but i I think it's gonna be closer than 10 points i don't like giving 10 points in in a ranked matchup that's fair this is a this is going to be the week though to watch aj epinesa oh yeah AJ versus Wisconsin offensive line is going um, to be absurd. But that game's at three, so. Um, YouTube. Or DVR. <laughs> That's fair. Um, <coughs> what, what games are in the afternoon this week? I'm pretty sure just there's no like great primetime game this week. There really isn't. Yeah, no, there's not. Iowa State, Oklahoma, <laughs> could be all right. I I get that's the best game. Like the after the four o'clock, that's the best evening game. But I mean, even that one's yikes. Yeah, this is a really good. This is a really good weekend to make date night. <laughs> <laughs> um, after LSU, Alabama, 
and all those games end. Um, there's nothing. Washington State, Cal. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Tennessee, Kentucky. Liberty, BYU. I'm definitely out on that one. San Jose State at Hawaii at 10 p.m. <laughs> Surprised it's not midnight. <laughs> That's an early kickoff over there in Hawaii. <laughs> that is a 2.30 p.m. kickoff for them. Um, And then so our next game is going to be number four, Penn State at number 17, Minnesota. The spread, Penis. 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 I wonder what's on your mind there, Dylan. Um. <laughs> Penn Pin State. <laughs> Minus seven is the spread. Where are you going, Brandon? Um, I think I'm gonna go Penn State here. I love PJ Fleck of Minnesota. I just think roster wise, Penn State is just there's just too much of a talent gap between Penn State and Minnesota. And I think that Tyler Johnson is going to have a good game. This is the best secondary he's faced all year, and it's going to be the best secondary he likely faces all year. Um but I, I think he can have a good game himself when you watch the film. But I'm not too sure that uh, Tanner Morgan is going to have a great game. Because the, the uh, I think he's a sophomore. He's got quite a tall task ahead of him going up against the Penn State defense. Yeah. And also, this is Minnesota's like first real game. Brandon, I have three words for you. Row the boat, baby. I'm going Minnesota. In our first, and sh- one a big shocker. Why is that the thing? What <laughs> rode the boat? Why? Yeah, it's PJ Flex thing. I know, but it's like they're gophers. I mean, he just kind of brought it with him. Okay, but it doesn't work here. Is my point? All right. PJ Fleck explains row the boat culture. We're gonna uh, we're gonna play a video from the Golf Channel. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Click here for audio. Fitting is the fastest way to lower scores. Even this is our first sponsorship. It's an ad. Use code whole nine on Golf Channel. And start driving faster. Okay, load. Here we go. <laughs> How long is this video? A minute. Two minutes. Second season here. The row the boat culture. I absolutely love that because golf is just like that. We're heading this direction. We got to put our back to where we're going, right, Coach? Yeah, you sure do. And, and you got to trust. And that's golf is all about mm. trust. So I love, I love the row the boat culture. Will you talk to me a little bit about that? Yeah, row the boat culture is very simple. It's a, it's a culture of serving and giving, and that's a lifestyle. It's a way of life. Uh, there's three parts to it. There's an oar. There's a boat and a compass. Uh, the oar is the energy you bring to your life. Um, and the boat is a sacrifice. Like the more you give, the more you serve, the bigger your boat gets, the more people you can put in it, and the farther you can go. And then the last part's the compass, and the compass is the direction uh, set by the people you surround yourself with. So wherever you want to go, you better point that compass and get the people around you that can take you there. I mean, I get it. It's kind of a stretch. It's a huge stretch. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, it works. 
Um, I worked at Western Michigan. That's working at Minnesota. So, I mean, we're not getting paid thirty five million thirty five million dollars a year. That's a very good point. Um, so I'm just I don't know. You know you know you know what I say. I say this every week. I just have a feeling, and most of the time it works out for me. And I just you know row the boat, baby. Um, I and I also just feel bad for him because he didn't get game day. He really <laughs> wanted it. I mean, it, we knew they weren't getting it. <laughs> um, game of the week now. This is the game. Are you excited? Um, I think I might be more excited than you. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I highly okay. Well, I'm also not excited because I'm petrified. I'm scarred. Um, but it's number two LSU at number three Alabama. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm, I'm so looking forward to this game. I, I can't wait for it. Yeah, I'm having a couple people over. Um, it's going to be pretty fire. I'm going to be in tears. Um, so I think it's going to be a, it's going to be a fun time. The uh, the football, I don't know. I don't know, man. I just I'm scared. I want it to be great. But I know it's probably not going to be for me. You know, it might be. It might be. You know, listen, Brandon. If you've were an LSU fan like me, you know, this week it's the same thing every year. Oh my God, this is the year. We're gonna do it. You know, I just feel it in the air. Alabama's weaker than usual. LSU's looking good this year. I think this is gonna be the week, and then we don't score a touchdown against them in three years. <laughs> <laughs> and this is gonna be the week. Shut out three years or no touchdowns for three years. No offensive touchdowns <laughs> in three years. I think we have. I think we had a uh, defensive touchdown. Um. Yeah, we uh, haven't beaten them since November fifth, two thousand eleven. This is the year. That was the nine and six overtime game, number one versus number two. <laughs> <laughs> And oh my god, all the stack just came back into my life. Love that. Um, last year was number one versus number three. It was twenty nine to nothing. <laughs> so uh. and in Baton Rouge. So this is in Tuscaloosa, and I'm horrified. Would you not be if you were me? I don't think so. Why? Give me one good. Uh, one. uh. I think LSU is gonna win the game. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I do too, <laughs> but I'm just saying, Alabama has broken me. I'm confident, ish. I'm as confident as I possibly could be. That's another thing. I don't really like. My team doesn't play Alabama every year. Yeah, that's fair. You don't have the emotional toll. You know, I'm on the side that can say every year, like, oh, but who does Alabama play? Oh, I still say that. <laughs> well, they play your team. <laughs> yeah, but 
<laughs> so uh, far besides this Besides us. <laughs> besides us, I think their opponents are a combined 28 and 44 this year. So, yeah. That's not surprising. No. Um, because, I mean, they haven't played anybody. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is why I would be fine. I'm, I'm fine with them being number three. Um, their most impressive win was against uh, Texas A&M. Which is not all that impressive. <laughs> not at all. That, was that the the week that they had that really awful uh, Texas A&M had that awful backdoor cover? No, that was the versus Clemson. Yes, that was the Clemson game. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and then we, so we can we can go ahead and get into the uh, the position by position breakdowns as we do every week. Um, and so we'll start off with the quarterback, and it's a close one, and I get the first pick. Not that it's like a draft style. It's just I. We just yeah, rotate. you just go first. You just, I just go first, and um, I'm going with LSU. I'm going Joe Burrow this year. I think he's the best quarterback. I think he's the Heisman can't, Heisman front runner. I think he's the best quarterback this year. I am uh, especially I'm since Tua all, is not 100. percent That's what I was gonna say. I'm going LSU. I think I still have Tua just slightly over Joe Burrow, but Tua is not at 100. percent and I'm not sure if he'll make it through the game. Yeah. And so for that reason, I'm going LSU. Um. And then running back, it's it's very easily Alabama. It is. Uh, I'm. You know, I'm not super high on uh, Edward Tillaire. And that's not changing when he's going toe to toe with Najee Harris. I mean, Edwards Alaris had a, the better season so far. That's fine. I don't think he's a better player. That's fair. Um, I'm also going Alabama. Just that's like the cornerstone of their team every year, <laughs> of their offense. And yeah, they're they're always the their skill position. Pound. Yeah, their skill positions are always fantastic. Um. And I think LSU has a better one than most people think, but uh, he, and he's been, Clyde Edwards-Alaire has really picked it up, and he's been killing it as of late. But um, yeah, I just I think got to give Alabama credit somewhere, and I'll go uh, with their running backs. And now it's time for Jesus Christ. <laughs> Do you hear the static too, or is that just me? I hear it. Okay. Um, this is going to be fun for you to edit. This is <laughs> miserable. Um, I'll add another little, a little ditty there. Cunt at. Alright. Um, and now. I'm going to move even just a little bit farther. Oh my away. god. I'm like moving like the pop filter to be like a fucking antenna. Like I'm like sticking it in the air, like hoping that out. It's great right now. Nope, back to bad. Are we good right now? Is 
If we're good, start going before it fucks oh, up again. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so, Thou is one that I think is a lot closer than most people will give credit. And that is wide receiver slash tight end. I really don't want to go first. <laughs> um, Got to. See, if I ever, if, I feel like if I say LSU for any of these, I just sound like a homer. I mean, you do, but it's fine. <laughs> um, but LSU's offense has been so good this year. And Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase and Terrace Marshall and Thaddeus Moss has been one of the best what tight ends in college football. Um, when healthy. When healthy. So just this year. Um, and even they have depth. Like all their 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 lower players pick it up, but LSU. I mean, but Alabama has the big names in Smitty, Judy, Rugs. They're these are two Jalen Waddle. Oh yeah, Jalen Waddle. Um, these two position groups are fantastic. Very very good. Um. I don't I'll go Alabama um, I'm agreeing with you and what I think is a very close one but I just think they have Jerry Judy yeah I and that's just really ha- really just and I think by next year next like, I don't know I think I it's mean, really the thing close is, the thing is, right now, they have two guys that are looking almost like locks for first-round picks this and, coming season. Yeah, and uh, both could be in the top ten, honestly. Yeah, so that that's it. It's just, it's close, but... And they're both these, super talented. Yeah, the top two for Alabama are just out of this and world. LSU's, LSU's big three and Thaddeus Moss are amazing, and I think... It's gonna shine uh, hard in uh, for the game next week, but it's yeah. This I'll game's go. gonna be so awesome. <laughs> Dude, these teams are both really, really good. Um, and then so we'll go to o- offensive line, O line. And uh, I get the pick here, and I'm 100% going Alabama. This one is the easiest one for me. Yeah. Um. Alex Leatherwood and Jedrick Wills on the outside. And then we, we spoke when it was uh, Florida LSU, I believe it was. And we were even saying that neither of those teams had great offensive lines. That's not the case with Alabama. Alabama always has a very good offensive line, and this mm-hmm. year's no different. <clears throat> yeah. Um, it's an easy one. I think LSU's offensive line has been picking it up, like Sadiq Charles and Lloyd Cushenberry the third, which is a fantastic name. Um, I think I think they've been picking up the game, but uh, yeah, I think Alabama's is better, and that's it's not really close. Yeah, no, this is the easiest one, and it's not close at all. So, um, defensive line and edge. You're up. Oh yeah, I am up. Um, Alabama. <laughs> they got Raquan <laughs> Davis. 
Um, LSU just lost Michael Divinity. Um, and I think they have the players to pick that up. But uh, still, Alabama basically has Raekwon Davis, and that's about, and that's all you need. Yeah, um, this is one that if it was just D-line, I think I actually would have gone. Oh, I would definitely go LSU. Because they had Glenn Logan and Rashard Lawrence are great. Yeah, and I'm not as high as I think most people are with Raekwon Davis. Um, He's going to have a great game. Thanks a lot, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's fine. I'm just LSU's offensive line isn't incredible, so I wouldn't be as impressed. Uh, it's the edge here that really sets it apart for me, because mm. I love Anthony Jennings. I love yeah. Terrell Lewis. They're great. Yeah, they they are what sets that up for me. Yeah, and I think that's very fair. The edge is edge is very good. Um. Caleb on Chase on has looked good this year whenever healthy. Um, and I think player like Patrick Queen has have stepped up whenever um, Michael Divinity was hurt. And I think Patrick Queen's going to have a great game. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, and then linebacker. That's my choice, right? Um, no. Oh, yeah, no, it's you. Uh, linebacker, I'm going LSU. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think this one's... If Dylan Moses was playing, it'd probably be Alabama. I still think LSU. That, that's I said probably. Yeah. Um, their linebackers have looked a lot better this year. They got uh, Jacob... I just meant like they've improved. Jacob Phillips is a dude. Um... And I think Marcel Brooks, Marshall Brooks is going to pick it up and uh, have a big game with Michael Divinity, Michael Divinity gone. Because even though he was a really good edge player, he was a really good coverage linebacker as well. Um, and um, yeah, Marcel Brooks is a former safety, um, and he so he's really quick and can cover. Um, so I think that he's going to have a great game if he yeah if he gets gets the opportunity. Um, and I think that Alabama's linebacker core is kind of weak without Dylan Moses. And that's fair. Yeah, they uh, they have a lot of young talent, but nothing really. Like they have, I think they have two freshmen starting right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is they they just don't have the 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 experience, and then defensive backs, um. I'm going to go LSU easily. Easily. Not even close. I mean, Derek Stingley, one of the best quarterbacks in college. Grant Delpit has looked like himself again. Um, yeah, I think it's just a lot of a lot of performances. Kerry Vincent's good. Um, Jacoby Stevens... Had that awesome one one hand interception against uh, Mississippi State, <laughs> and he's he's picked it up too. Um, I think their defensive backs are very very good. Ah man, this is one that 
this is, I think, one of the tougher ones for me to pick. But uh, is it just because of Patrick Sertain or I mean, Xavier McKinney? He, he Patrick Sertain is the main Sertain. reason, but it's actually I'm going LSU for the main reason that Jared Maiden is not healthy right now and might not even play on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So if if he's questionable to play still at this point. He's not going to be 100% when they do, if he does play. If he doesn't play, that leaves a bit of a weakness in the secondary for Alabama this week. So for that, and LSU does not have that weakness. So for that reason, I'm going LSU for DBs. Yeah, alright. But um... And then uh, for head coach. I think we both know the answer here. It, it's Nick Saban. <laughs> Coach O is doing a great job. Um, and he's done fantastic this year. And he does what he needs to do. And he has hired great assistants for where he's weak. Um, but Nick Saban's Nick Saban. And I hate, yeah, I hate him. But Nick Saban's Nick Saban. So there's no real argument there. Yeah, that's really all it comes down to. It's one of the greatest college football coaches, arguably the, the greatest the college greatest. football coach, and you you just can't can't top that. No. Um. So now, uh, this we haven't done this before, but we're gonna give a uh, an X factor for each team. Yeah, uh, just someone that we think their play will be one of the biggest will have one of the biggest impacts on the game, whether it's positive or negative. If they need to have a positive game or if they play poorly, it's all over. But it's trying to keep it not as obvious as just obviously the quarterback. Yeah. Um, uh, so you can go first with yours. LSU? Yep. Um, my X Factor is going to be Caleb on Chase on. <clears throat> he needs to have a great game. Um, not only for him stock draft-wise... But for this team to win, um, their edge is their weakest, and they lost two edge players, two of the two of their better edge players this week. Michael um, Divinity, um, because of failed drug tests, and Justin Thomas, I'm not exactly sure. Um, but Caleb on Chason, <clears throat> in a game where they, it's going to be one in the trenches, I believe. Um, it's going to be it's going to be important. For uh, for Caleb on Chase on to get get to to a Tungo Vailoa and take him down with his decreased mobility. <clears throat> That's fair. Uh, Chase on's one of the guys I was considering, but uh, Charles. That's a, that's a very good one. Uh yeah. For those that don't know, City Charles is a offensive tackle for LSU. <clears throat> He's going to be going up against Anthony Jennings and Terrell Lewis a lot. And, uh, yeah, if if he's not winning his battles, this whole LSU offense could just crumble. So he needs to have arguably his best game of the season. Yeah, I would agree. This whole offensive line does, but we're talking one player. I'm going to give it to the guy that's... The left tackle is typically considered 
the most important position. So I'm going to give it to that one. Is it crazy that I'm looking forward my like the battle that I'm looking forward most to seeing is a true freshman versus a top five NFL draft pick. Jerry Judy and Derek Stingley. Yeah. <laughs> That's gonna be an amazing battle. Derek Stingley is good. Um Yeah, it, it it's gonna be pretty pretty cool to watch that one. Which is it's just crazy that he's a true freshman. Yeah, and, and we're not be... getting a ton of Jerry Judy versus top corners this year. So no. this is gonna be just awesome to see. I'm uh, I'm super excited for it. Um, for Alabama, you want to go first? Um, sure. Uh, I am going to give. Uh, I don't know why I said give. Like I'm awarding them anything. Um, damn, this one's. It's tough. There's two people I'm considering for it. But I I just want to pick one, so I'm not kind of just dipping in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. I, I'm gonna go Shane Lee, the linebacker for Alabama. That's um, or a starting linebacker on Alabama. This LSU offense is like something that we have not seen from the Tigers before. And I think a lot of the pressure is going to be on the middle of the field because I don't think that LSU is going to try to take a bunch of deep shots on the boundaries. So I think the interior defenders are really going to have to step up their game and try to force at least one takeaway if they can. Mm-hmm. So Shamely Linebacker is who I'm going for mine. Um... <clears throat> who who plays the slot mostly for Alabama? Could it be uh, Smitty? I I believe it's Shaheem Carter because he's like the star. So it's like no, I'm talking about wide receivers. Oh no, oh, then yes, Devontae Smith I believe is there. I'm debating between him or Henry Ruggs. I think it's going to be whoever <clears throat> ends up playing in the slot because that's LSU's I'd say I, weakest. I also hate that you call Devonta Smith Smitty. I hate that so much. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's just, I know a couple of Smiths, and I call them all Smitty. So I just I just transferred it. I'm going to go actually with, with Henry Ruggs um, because I I think that he's going to be going up against Kerry Vincent a lot, or they might even put Derek Stingley on him because um, Derek Stingley is a fast boy. Um, well, I said that's, like what that. I, that's what I was actually thinking when you were, uh, when we were talking about Judy and Stingley. Uh-huh. That Stingley might be on rugs a bit more to try and take away the big play threat that just the deep ball threat. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, then either way, we're also gonna get Kerry Vincent versus Judy, and that's two first round draft picks going up against each other, which will still be really fun to watch. And Carrie, uh, Carrie Vincent's kind of, I mean, am I, I'm saying, I keep saying Carrie Vincent. I meant, I meant Christian Fulton. Um, it's weird. Yeah. I just, my mind was going crazy. Um, I've been meaning, anytime I've said Carrie Vincent up to this one, I mean Christian Fulton. Um, Christian Fulton has won me over this year. I was going in kind of 
on the on the edge about him. Um, yeah, you you were pretty sour on him before the uh, before the season. Um, just he got he got burnt one too many times last year. Um, but he's really won me over this year. He's looked all very good. The more the season has gone by, um, so I'm gonna put I'm gonna put the game I'm gonna put it on rugs honestly because I think I think Alabama this game always comes down to like a big a big play, and if one of these players for them is gonna get them a big play, I think it's gonna be rugs and Judy. We know is gonna get his um, just because you know he's that kind of receiver, um, but I think rugs has the ability to make a big, big, big play at the end of a game um, just with pure speed. Um, and I think that it, that's going to come... It, the game's going to come down to that. Um, it could come down to that. So I think I think Ruggs is going to have to have a really good game. Yeah, that's, uh, that's fair. All right, so um, that brings us to the spread. Alabama minus six and a half. And I think we're both going LSU here. Yeah, no, I think LSU wins this game. So I don't like I don't like hearing that. I'll be honest that, with you. That's fine. Wow, you're really just like, ah, oh, shit, Brandon's saying it. No, anytime <laughs> anyone says LSU is gonna win, I don't like it. I mean, to be fair, I said I think they're going to. I'm not like, no, they're gonna win. I just I think they will. Um, we agreed on all these well, position groups. We disagreed on like half of the games to the pick them this week so yeah um i had some a little bit of a couple hot takes there but i'll take it you hot takey son of a bitch uh, i'll take <laughs> alabama i'm picking alabama to cover <laughs> <laughs> i think it'd be run out of baton rouge if i did that um i'm, I'm surprised you got to finish that sentence even as a joke i honestly <laughs> oh god <laughs> they're here <laughs> I got like the Gestapo coming for you. <laughs> um, so that brings us that that concludes our preview of that game, um, and our previews for the week. And previews for the week. Uh, I'm gonna be really upset or really happy come Sunday's recording, which will be live after the Sunday night football game on Twitch. More details to come. Um, and then so that'll bring us to our mailbag. Um, the first question comes from, I, I put the questions in the middle. You I, didn't put the names. The questions come from someone. They come from uh, someone. I'm looking at, okay. Marquini, the 16 year old. It's your bedtime, man. 16. <laughs> it's I in mean, his, he might be. It's, it's in his bio. Oh, uh, is it? Yeah. Only 16, but confident I could drive better than the Cincinnati Bengals, which is not, not saying much. I'm not following him. Sorry, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I'm now following him. <coughs> uh, he asks, the top three current college coaches that could get consideration for an NFL head coach job this offseason? That's how he said it. Yeah, he, he just made a statement and then put a question mark at the end you of need it. need to study for those SEDs. SEDs! Sorry, a lot, a lot of Alabama. Study for the, Sorry, a lot of Alabama talk. <laughs> Sorry if you live in Alabama. Not really. Um, 
top three current college coaches that could get consideration for an NFL head coach job this offseason? Um, not PJ I mean, Fleck. I'm assuming he's just asking. Like, he's not saying under the radar or anything. So I think it's pretty easy for me to just say Matt Campbell, Matt Rule, and Lincoln Riley. And that's the, the big three. Yeah, those are the three that they were all getting interview requests last year. And I don't think that's going to change at all this year. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, those are the big three. I would, I don't think I would change anything from that. Um, I'm trying to think of someone else that would just for the heck of it, <laughs> just for the heck of it, just a little bit of <clears throat> a um, little change. Let's see. Just someone. All right, let's try to think of someone not in the Big Twelve, like the three of them. More. <laughs> um, Jim Harbaugh seems to get it every year, for some reason. Yeah, they could be just horrible. They're like, ah, oh, you know who might come back? Jimmy, Chip Kelly. Um, I no, it's disgusting. <laughs> wow. Um, I mean, I like what Sonny Dykes has done at SMU this year. But I don't know if I'd say NFL coaching. I think he's just going to go to a bigger college. Yeah. Um, Urban Meyer, does he count? <laughs> uh, no, because I'm pretty sure he said current college coaches. Oh, yeah, I did. Um, Les Miles. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see S. Miles in the, uh, in the NFL. That'd be hilarious. That'd be disgusting. <laughs> that, that would be gross. Um, James Franklin, Dabo swimming, J- Jason Candle, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Norvell, maybe, yeah, from Memphis. For those that don't know, yeah. Um, but I think your big three were the were were, were good. And now one of my favorite questions, uh, coming from Alex Katzen. Which Pac-12 slash Big 12 uniforms are your favorite? Pac-12 is not Washington. Not Washington. Uh, <laughs> I was, I was, I was saying, I was like, I'm sorry, man, but I'm not gonna pick Washington. Um, what am I gonna pick Washington for? Give me a question that I can pick Washington for for him. Best team in purple in the in the uh, in college football. <laughs> LSU, <laughs> Kansas State. <laughs> T- TCU TC no um, <laughs> Imagine- I'm, act- I'm actually going TCU for my favorites oh my god I those disgusting like purple blue and red ones or the black blue and red ones I think are so cool like they're just so obnoxious and they look like my three year old cousin created them and I love them. It's like whenever you accidentally mess up in the uniform selection on like NCAA 14 and you just don't feel like going back. Yeah, that, that's pretty much it. Like, I, they're so ugly, but I love them. Um, yeah. Pretty bad. Um, <laughs> for the Pac 12, it's going to be a tie between Arizona State and Utah for me. Arizona State I, always usually has some pretty fire. Or Oregon. Their helmets. Oregon's always pretty up there. I like, but, but Oregon's Baylor. too easy of an answer. 
Yeah, especially because they don't have a uniform. <laughs> yeah, they wear different things every week. I like Baylor when they go the uh, the green tops and white pants. Uh, Texas is classic. Yeah, I was. I yeah, they're classic, but it's that I wouldn't say they're my favorite. LSU's are the classic and the best. So I like Oklahoma's. Uh, their red jersey like even i don't care what pants they're wearing their red jersey with the white numbering is mm-hmm. great for me um texas tech is always pretty nice i, I don't know i actually kind of i actually kind of like washington's uniforms iowa state has the the white helmet the red red shirt white pants that's always pretty fire when they go they're all black that's pretty cool uh oklahoma state always pretty fire washington where's virginia always pretty doo-doo honestly i'm not a huge fan <laughs> Nope. Um, I'm, I I like Washington's uh, like the black with the numbering that's like mm-hmm. and the lettering that's like traced in gold. I like that just because the touch of gold is pretty cool. But um, mm-hmm. even TCU's just like default uniforms. It's really easy for college football. There's not a lot of terrible uniforms. Um, other than those purple, red, and black <laughs> TCU. I like them. They're ugly, and I like them. That's fair, I guess. Um, Pac-12. I like you. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, Pac-12 always has some pretty fire uniforms. They got Arizona's are fire, Oregon State's fire. Um, Utah's always fire. Stanford's is all right. Colorado's I just all right. love uh, Cal's all right. I love Arizona State's like helmets. I love them so much. Yeah, they are always pretty nice. Um, I don't know why, but like the the Cal like yellow pants and socks and navy helmet and jersey are ugly (laughs) (laughs) and then ucla is just so great i love i love the blue jerseys and usc's is obviously classic yeah washington's is one of my lower ones (laughs) i just don't like their shade of gold if i'm being honest that's fair usc is like texas in the sense where it's Mm -hmm. like they're classic. They're like traditional college football. Yeah, they're uniforms. they're they're not exciting, but they just look nice because they're classic. Exactly. I mean, but I mean, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah, that's fair. Um. So yeah, that was a good, a good, or most in depth question yet. <laughs> um. Another one from Alex. Other than your teams you cover for whole nine sports and your regular favorites, who's been your favorite team to watch this year? Um, so I can't pick any of them. It's like, I love like all the big 12 now. I, I'm going to say Iowa. Just because I, just I, I, swore oh, them I, oh, I, I know, but see, there's a reason I, I always do pick them. Mm-hmm. That's fair. <laughs> it, it's just, I, I always have liked Iowa. I like their, like, everyone hates on their style of football, but I kind of like it. Like, it's kind of. It's like the pro style. It's just like great defense. Mm-hmm. And I think their uniforms are nice too. So I think that helps. Yeah. I think if I don't have like an emotional interest in your team, then you have to have at least uniforms that I like in order for me to be a fan. That's uh, completely understandable. Um, Where am I going to go with this one? Mm-hmm. I'm also going to go Minnesota just because I love PJ Fleck. Row the boat, baby. Nah, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> eh. 
It's like the ore is the compass. Like. <laughs> um, let me see. Who, who am I going? Speaking of fire uniforms, Tulane. That's yep. Tulane has some fire uniforms. Plus, I always like to see Tulane succeed. Um, unless and unless LSU and Tulane start playing again, but then. Then they can go. Then it doesn't matter if yeah. you want to see Tulane succeed. They're not gonna. No. <laughs> um. But yeah, they're they're in the American Conference, so that's uh, patriotic. <laughs> <laughs> um. No. Yeah. You like all the teams in the American Conference? No. No. Um. Because Houston's there, and I'm boycotting Houston. That's fair. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'd say Tulane probably. Justin, uh, Justin McMillan, old LSU quarterback, has been uh, pretty fun to watch. Um, I always love mobile quarterbacks so much. So he's leading them in, in passing and rushing. So I think they, they've been pretty fun to watch um, so far this year. And they've been competent, which is always fun to see out of a Tulane team. They were ranked for a little bit there. Or they were at least very close to being ranked. I think that I think that they were at twenty six at one point, and then Will Hall, baby, <laughs> NFL coaching. Uh, he should probably be a college head coach for. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I like Tulane's coaching staff. Yeah, me too. Um, because I think. Uh, Willie Fritz is pretty good too. Um. All right. So moving on. Uh. We can, ha- can we do the the question we have last? Uh, we should do now. <laughs> yeah. Because okay. I think it's very easy to answer this one very quickly. Um. Yeah. Because. Huh, Paul Feinbaum is calling Clemson the most dangerous team in the country. How would you support and go against this statement? And that is coming from um, Trevor Fennell. Um, I'm not supporting it. No, I can't support because, it. Because it's ridiculous. No. Um, how do I go against it? Look at the team. Just, <laughs> just look at anything they've done this season. That's how you go against it. Look at the other five teams that I think are better than them. If not more, really. Honestly, if not more. Um... But yeah, I mean, I think Alabama's more dangerous than them. Ohio State's more dangerous than them. LSU's definitely more dangerous than them. Penn State is more dangerous than them. Georgia, even. Georgia, man. That one's where, that one's where I start to get a little bit. Georgia's. Listen, Whether just or not because you got. Want to admit just, it. just like you got mollywopped. Just because you got mollywopped by them doesn't mean that they're dangerous. It just means that Florida sucked the whole time. Uh, <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't think they're they're near the most dangerous team in college football right now. Not Minnesota even. <laughs> okay, that was a joke. Clemson's the most dangerous team in the country to their own playoff hopes. That's about it. Um, yeah, that's right. Because it's it's all in their hands right now. Because it's not their opponent uh, in their opponent's hands. Because their toughest game remaining, I guess, Wake Forest. Sad. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the Wake Forest, South Carolina, they have their two toughest games of the year to close out. Toughest, air quotes, people. <laughs> yeah, they, they're they really getting the easiest ride to the playoffs of all time. 
Um, nah, they might not. <laughs> they might not. Because they're not uh, there now. You know, you know the college football like the committee. They definitely chose this top four carefully and not based on votes. Um, but they, they were definitely just like, look, we'll put Ohio State, Ohio State, LSU, Alabama, Penn State. Those teams all have matchups against each other, so one of them will lose, and then we could put Clemson up there, like we always wanted. Yeah, and then just like then we don't have to make the tough decision of like if Penn State were five, and then they up and Clemson were four, and then they upset Ohio State. Yeah, this is a smart move by them. Um, they knew what they were doing. Um, and then well, yeah, the the NCAA is corrupt, so. Yeah, <laughs> and then lastly, our last question is: Are there any college football teams you could see making a surprise head coach firing? Uh, do you know what where you're going with it? Um, I mean, not. I don't think it would be surprising, but I think Gus Malzahn needs to get fired eventually. That's fair. Um, and I think this could be the year to do it. That's fair. Um, the one I'm going is Scott Frost at Nebraska. That's... I think everybody. I think everybody had high hopes for not even necessarily winning a ton of games, but just looking a lot better than they did last year. And Adrian Martinez had Heisman hopes, and the whole team is just. He started off the year miserably. higher than uh, than Joe Burrow. Yeah, and then the whole team is just floundered miserably. Yeah. Um, their only wins are against South Alabama, Northern Illinois, and Illinois, and then Northwestern. Brian, Brian Kelly, maybe. Maybe eventually that'll have to happen. Paul Christ, if they lose again. Uh, I don't think it's surprising. Or I don't think it would be like a shock. No. And uh, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, if 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 they go. Eight and four, I think he'll get fired, yeah. which they very well could do. Because they're not going to lose to Nebraska or Purdue, but they still have Iowa and Minnesota to play. Um, I can't. I'm looking. At, I can't see a single like surprising. School. I don't think that any like anything surprising is going to happen. No, um, I don't think there's going to be like that huge shock. But some like under the radar ones we we can see. Yeah. Um, why are there four teams from the American Conference ranked right now? There are four. There are four teams American ranked, baby. and they're all from twenty to twenty-five. <laughs> well, that's the only. Big. That's actually twenty to twenty-five is the only spot that American teams are allowed. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have twenty-two or twenty-three, but they have twenty, twenty-one, twenty-four, and twenty-five. Yeah, um, there. That's the only spot that they're allowed. They can't go higher or lower. There are twice as many ranked teams from the american conference than there are from the acc um yeah the americans a harder conference um yeah i don't know i don't know if i would i would say anything too surprising um, no i wouldn't the most surprising to me that could still happen which like we said last week isn't is maybe jim harbaugh but i don't think it's happening nope um that would be the most i surprising think he'll one. I think he'll leave before he gets fired. Oh, definitely. Um, I guess the the most surprising one, which I definitely don't see happening, is Kirby Smart 
if they floundered a little bit more. But I don't see it happening. Yeah, no, I don't see it happening. It would be a shock if it does. I think that's the, the most likely shocking one, I think. If I had if I was I'm just trying to think of something that I could say. Yeah, possibly. Um and that's only if they flounder a little bit well, the, the left in the season, which I don't know who they would lose to. Um not Florida. <laughs> they did not lose to Florida. If they lose to Auburn, uh, that's the only thing, the only game I see they have left to lose is Georgia Tech. And Georgia Tech is poo-poo. So I think that about does it for us. Yep, it does. Um, a long episode, but there's a lot to talk about, a lot of football. Um, we have potentially a lot of good football. A lot of good football. And it's all happening at the same time. <laughs> um, so I think we have the potential for a very good, very fun week of uh week of football ahead of us so i'm excited um and so we'll see y'all um for the uh the recap actually actually they'll see us they'll see us oh <laughs> cheeky uh <laughs> yikes <laughs> they um, won't see us they'll see me and my new co-host that i'm looking for <laughs> i hate you um <laughs> <laughs> Just have Angela and Pam <laughs> come on the podcast. And just have office ladies happen here now. Um, but you can okay. fo- follow me on Twitter at Dilly Sanders. You can follow Brandon on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. You can follow the show on Twitter at Whole9Sports. Um, you can please leave us a review on iTunes. Follow us there and on Spotify and do all that jazz. Come talk to us on Twitter. You know, this spiel that we give every week. Um, so, yeah. Bye-bye. I have a have have a good night. Or day or you know whenever you're listening to this. <laughs> I thought for half a second I was not recording this whole time. <laughs> <laughs>